Welcome everyone to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host Scotty McCoy and boy do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now Angela Reza. That's how you pronounce it, right? Uh, it's race. Uh, you could actually just call me Angela Rose. It's fine. That's how they okay, credit me. There you go. So. Angela Rose. And she is a musical composer. And she is going to also be working on a film as the composer for, that Michael Taylor is coming out with, The Naughty List. How are okay. you doing, Angela? I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. I'm so glad that we can make this happen. I know uh, you first reached out to me. You're like, well, do you interview com- uh, musical uh, talent? Yep. I'm like, yes, I do. So yes. why not have you on? Yeah, let's do it. Let's make it happen. Uh, so the first question I got for you is, how did you get your start into being a musical composer? Oh, goodness. Um, do you want the long story or do you just want like from when I started doing movies? What, whatever you want to tell. <laughs> um, I've been writing music since I was 18. Um, so that's a lot of years. Right. And then Michael and I actually used to work together. Mm-hmm just doing like other stuff. And when he started making films, Mm -hmm. I approached him much the same way. I was like, hey, I make music. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like, give me some samples. So I made Mm -hmm. him some samples and he really liked it. And he actually shared, I guess those samples with Carl Miller who Mm -hmm. offered me an opportunity to make some some music for 72. Yep. And from there, uh, Mike and I worked on Alone together. I scored that entire short film. Nice. And from there, um, Matt Anderson mm-hmm. actually reached out um, during the live when they were announcing the Naughty List as well <laughs> um, to send me to send him some work as well. So nice. Nice. So if that happens, I mean, I'll be in a project that you're doing, of course, 72. That's a Gravestone Films production film. Um, and then on top of that, you'll be um, doing, uh, you could possibly be doing Heavy Duty Man. Who knows? I'm in that as well. I'm uh, HD Mac. So we'll see. I haven't been approached for Heavy Duty Man yet, but you never know. You never know. That would be awesome to have you on board. I, maybe I could put fun, a word yeah. in for Matt and see what I can do. <laughs> yeah, you never know. That would be fun. So yeah. I kind of started into getting into films with the horror Mm-hmm. And then um, nice. Matt approached me about a non-horror that isn't anything in Estonia. We're still, we just right. had some exchanges that we just talked about. And nice. we, uh, we really, we hit it off very well. So I, I hope awesome. to work with him in the future as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Matt's a great guy. Um, I, like I said, I met him, for, I've known him for a, quite a while now but uh i met him for the first time um when uh i was filming the trailer for heavy duty man and uh he's, he's a great great guy and uh very funny uh so in cool. very talented as well very good director very good cinematographer he's very good at what he does so yeah. uh, i would love to see you uh get involved with him at some point and see you do some work with him that'd be actually really cool that'd be, really that'd be cool. fun i really enjoy it yeah um, so we, go ahead no i'm just i'm working on another solo project i'm putting out just a six or seven song album that I'm producing um co-producing with Will Geronimo he's a a drummer friend of mine that we were in a band together nice and so we're putting out some stuff that I've written it's about six six songs we're still kind of putting it together but the lead single will hopefully be on its way out here in the next couple weeks so awesome awesome so uh, as we mentioned you uh, are friends with Michael Taylor and we mentioned that you are working on the naughty list with him so you kind of mentioned how you got in, how you started doing films with Michael Taylor, but how did you first get uh, meet him and get in contact with him? Mike, Mike and I used to work together for a work at home company. 
Okay. And we used to do, you know, for obvious reasons, I can't say like which company and what right. we were working on. Yeah. But we used to work together. We were on a team together doing like social media, like mm-hmm. responses to okay. this business. And we just be, there's like three or four of us that just stayed friends after we all left. Nice. And so we've been friends now since, I guess that was about 2016, 2017. Something like oh, that. nice. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So um did he approach you i guess to be involved with the naughty list well because of the work that we've done together he he kind of was like you know you're doing this right and i'm like uh yeah <laughs> nice that's awesome i wouldn't expect any less like i did um i did an end credits sample for him for a movie that has kind of been shelved at the moment but we also did a trailer together for the same movie mm-hmm. and he really liked um what i produced for him for both of those things and so we started talking about other things like alone which mm-hmm. came out in august yep and then from there we started talking about the naughty list now there's going to be it's not just me working on music solely mm-hmm. there are other contributors um i think yeah. dj Patton is contributing as well nice but um i guess i haven't really started kind of putting together how mm-hmm. I'm going to do that yet because I've got a couple other things coming right. out first. Right. But I've got an idea based on what Mike has already kind of what we bounced off each other. I've kind nice. of got an idea of where we're going to go. Where so speaking go about that, um, you, you said that you like to, uh, like uh, that you um, haven't started putting the pieces together. What, what do you have to do to make a, a musical composition for a film? Like what is the process? So for me, the first thing I like to do is get a look at the script and kind of see the the flow of the movie. And then from there, I kind of like to hear or see how the scenes are going to go. Like when we did Alone, um, I didn't get a script. I waited until he and Amanda finished filming. Mm -hmm. And then he gave me the whole project. And as I was watching it, I was hearing things. Like I was hearing percussion. I was hearing that underlying boom, 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 boom Mm -hmm. that I have that I wrote into the movie. And then I'll hear other parts, like I'll hear like a strings or I'll hear the piano. And then when I, when I actually gave the first draft to Mike, he's like, can we put the strings here? And can we do this? And can we do that? And I'm like, oh yeah, I can, I can chop it up and do it however you want. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I saw alone. It was, it's a really good short film. And, uh, and the score was actually really amazing. That really caught me with it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, The film itself, it was a very good short film. Like it really was. Because you think, I forget how long it was. It wasn't that long at all. No, it was um, about eight and a half minutes. About eight and a half minutes. And if you look at, uh, if you think hear a movie like, oh, this movie's eight and a half minutes, you got to see it. You're thinking, how much can you get done in eight and a half minutes? But he did a freaking phenomenal job. Amanda did amazing yeah. acting in it. Um, it was it was well put together. Like some of the shots he did was freaking phenomenal. The cinematography was amazing. Absolutely. I enjoyed it. And I got to watch it like a hundred times before it even came out. And then I just remember Amanda's acting actually inspired me to write Mm -hmm. a full piece because I did a small thing at the end for the end credits Mm -hmm. for that that was separate from the film. Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to turn that into a full piece with words and everything inspired by something I just saw in her acting. I couldn't describe it Mm -hmm. to really anybody. I was trying to describe it to Mike, but I couldn't really. Yeah. The best I had for him was I saw something in her eyes. Right. 
that inspired that end credits mm -hmm. couple of chords and nice. I'm still working on turning that into something bigger because I do want to put I want to use that down the line nice nice yeah I think you should it was really good I really enjoyed yeah. it of course um it was fun to work on <laughs> Yeah, I bet. I mean, it, it, that movie itself is fun to watch. I mean, can only imagine, you know, working on the musical side of things and acting in it and directing it and writing it and, you know, yeah. you know filming it and all that. It's, it's really a good movie. Uh, it's definitely a good short. Um, and that's what makes me so excited for the naughty list. I can't, if he did that with an eight and a half minute film, can you, a short yeah. film, can you imagine what he's going to be able to do with, you know, another short film that's going to be at least, you know, an hour at yeah. the most, I would assume, like, I can only imagine, and that, I'm really excited about that. I'm excited, too. I, I like the idea, like, I, at first, I wasn't, this is going to be, like, a horrible thing to say, but, like, <laughs> I wasn't always a horror fan. Mm -hmm. I've only recently started getting into, like, horror. I've actually been watching American Horror Story. Nice. And one of my favorite things to hear is their opening credits, how they have that whoop, mm -hmm. whoop, whoop. Yep. I really love that. Like, yeah, I love that sound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I interviewed on Naomi Grossman who played Pepper in American Horror Story. I had her on my oh, show and awesome. she was so yeah. amazing. A nice lady. Yeah. Um, and um, I was going to say, uh, I was going to say now, but, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. She's a, a, she's an amazing person. And um, yeah, I forgot the one piece that I was going to say, but uh, yeah, I do know what you're talking about, about that intro. And that is a very, very good, uh, good score. I really enjoy that. Very well done. I'm, yep. That's one of my, it's up there with one of my favorite intros of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what is the hardest part about being a musical composer and what is the easiest part of being one? The hardest part is just, has been, you know, becoming, just getting out there. Mm -hmm. I'm not, someone who ever necessarily wanted to be like mm -hmm. famous or well-known I've always just wanted right. to make the music and let it speak for itself right the easiest part for me is hearing what I want mm -hmm. I I've never really really been able to describe it but I can hear mm -hmm. a whole orchestra in my head mm -hmm. nice I can hear what I want to put out if I see something I can hear right. the background right but yeah, the hardest part has been becoming more well-known. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is with, um, with uh, you know, being able to hear a whole orchestra, the same also could be said for filmmakers. Like when we're writing a script, like we envision what we want the beginning, middle and end and the death scene to look like. Yeah. Now, with the difference with the music side of things, I'm assuming is that with the music side of things, you can make it one way you envision it, but if it doesn't turn out that way, you can always fix it. Whereas right. in filmmaking, if you don't have the right tools and the necess necessary stuff and you envision it to work this way, but it's like, I don't have the funds to make it that way. Now I got to improvise it a different way. That kind of, right. that, that, you know, but you, the, the, the thing is similar. Like you can, you can measure, you can hear a whole orchestra, but you can also envision a film and, one thing I always say also, and this is going on a different subject, but um, what you do makes or breaks a film. Like what the music, the audio, the sound effects, everything like that makes or breaks a film. Like the music is a great, is a very important aspect of a film. Oh, it and absolutely I'll, is. It sets yeah. the tone. I don't mean to interrupt yeah. you. I'm sorry. I no, just, go ahead. Go ahead. It sets a tone. And along with that, when Alone came out, we were up at my 
um, in-laws family cottage that weekend and it was raining just raining <laughs> so we're in like the backwoods of Wisconsin and it's it's mm-hmm. raining and I show the film <laughs> to nice. everybody my mother-in-law she was so affected by it that nice. um she kept telling me she's like I can hear it in my head yeah I, nope you have to walk me back <laughs> and I I love her for that she's she's one of my biggest supporters honestly (laughs) that's awesome and um yeah um like you said it it really does set the tone and if the music isn't the right tone or the right level or the right thing for the theme of the movie the a lot of people don't realize that the music like as a filmmaker you need the right musical score for the for a movie and you don't realize that but then when you go to watch a movie you're like oh that's that doesn't make sense. It's like, yeah. that's why it's important. It needs to catch the audience. It needs to set the audience in, especially the opening credit scenes, you know, cause that is the first thing an audience member is going to see in a movie. So you want to draw them in with that. Cause if you don't draw them in with it, you're like, well, that's whatever, $9 or whatever down the drain. I don't right. need to watch this anymore. I can't stand it. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. a musical score is really what keeps an audience member glued to the screen yeah absolutely i know especially as someone like me the music is extremely Mm -hmm. important to the film or the show or whatever i'm watching absolutely so do you also do the sound effects for films and if so how does that differ from the music of creating the music so i don't with alone i added a couple of thumps okay as part of the music but Mm -hmm. i did not do the primary sound effects that was all michael Okay. But I like I said, I did add a few thumps that were part of the music. Mm-hmm. I would love to do sound mm-hmm. effects. Okay. And and add to kind of the the repertoire. Mm-hmm. Because I've always been kind of fascinated with like foley effects. Yeah. And nice. how they're made. Yeah. Um I I just between gaming and, and movies, I I like sound. I like voice yeah. actors, I like sound, I like music. Yeah. I like what it takes to put mm-hmm. together the complete auditory process in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. And, and sound effects really, they're also another important part. Like, I mean, it could really make or break a movie and I'll use this as an example, Halloween five, the revenge of Michael Myers, the, the score was great. Everything about it was great, but you got those freaking goofy buffoon cops that have those or whatever, like, like, it's like wait what just happened so now that you mentioned that when i do finally see it I, i'm going to be thinking of that the whole time and yes. my sister's a huge halloween fan yeah and so now i kind of want to know i want to ask her if she noticed Did you ever see that movie i have not no but okay. My that sister one... most likely has. She's a huge Halloween fan. So. Then you will have to watch that that movie as well, and just even go to the spot spot with the cops. They look like they're nicknamed the Keystone Cops. Like they're wearing <laughs> green green jackets. Yeah, and it's like near the beginning they have it, and like they like it goes and then he goes. <laughs> it's really out of place. Oh 
my god i'm gonna have to just find that just for that part now yes and i'm sure it's on google just type in halloween five cops and i'm sure you'll find the the scene that they're in is like like it's literally just like they're standing and they're yes yeah, it's, it's crazy like they're they're goofs like it really is <laughs> weird and i just remembered what i forgot earlier as well you mentioned that you just recently got into horror and how you said that was a bad thing kind of whatever um well let me go one further. I have interviewed actors and actresses from horror movies that aren't horror fans. Oh. They are. They do it because it's for the money and that, but they don't watch them because they're terrified of them. So I have. Well, at least I'm not the only one. <laughs> You're not the only one. <laughs> that, that makes me feel a little bit better that I'm not the only one. Because yeah, I right. I remember the first horror film I saw. It was the original It. Mm. <laughs> And I was only like eight years old. That can scare people and make people traumatized of clowns for life. Yes. Yes. So when they remade it, I didn't want to see it. Yep. So then I will, a Samhain, which is our first feature film. I don't know if you saw it or not, but it's on YouTube for free now. If you are, if you are afraid of clowns, stay away. Because <laughs> our villain is a clown and he has a creepy clown laugh and he makes clown jokes when he kills people. It's just a horror comedy, but it, it but uh we had some people that are terrified of clowns. They didn't know our main killer was a clown. They were at the premiere and they're like, I told you to tell me if there was a clown in it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting. Um, so do you use like what I'm sure you use special software for composing the musical score for the film. So what what do you use and was it hard to learn it? So the digital audio workstation that I use to record everything into mm -hmm. is Reaper. Okay. Um, it's compatible with just about any system. It's, mm -hmm. they give you a free trial okay, and it's the least expensive out of like pro tools and, <laughs> yeah. um, all the other ones. Like right. I know them all, but I can't think of them all off the top of my head right now. Right. <laughs> uh, so that is my primary workstation where I do all of my recording. Um, I do, I play a lot of different instruments. So I have a couple mm -hmm. of keyboards got that one back there and then I've got a MIDI nice. controller over you can kind of see the buttons over here nice nice and I just for the instruments um I have a two-channel audio interface that it, everything gets kind of plugged into and then that gets plugged into the computer and that brings the sound into the computer nice nice have you ever used audacity I have not I've looked into it I've looked into okay. a few others um I just, I really like Reaper. And the funny thing yeah. that I like about Reaper is that you can kind of set it up however you want. Okay. Nice. Like you can put in, you can put in like special commands. You okay. can pretty much edit anything. Nice. Anything you create in, in MIDI, you can print out as mm -hmm. sheet music. Nice. Nice. Is Reaper free? If they have a free trial and okay. uh, that's what I really love about them. Cause I've used the free trial probably longer than it's respectable to. <laughs> nice but nice. i am going to purchase it i really am i promise <laughs> <laughs> i oh i, I asked because i know audacity is free but it also is i mean obviously because it's free it's not it probably isn't the best of what you can probably get out there like reaper oh, yeah. is not free. no. it's got a lot better stuff yeah the, the thing that i like about reaper is it's it's comparable to logic pro it's mm -hmm. comparable to how come the only one I can think of is Logic Pro right now? <laughs> it's comparable to any major workstation software. 
Nice. And the individual price on it, when I do go to buy it, it's less than a hundred dollars. Nice. So yeah. I'm going to stick, I, I stick with it, but yeah. I can, I can work in, in other, in other yeah. tools. Nice. Like See, there's Ableton. a lot. Go ahead. Sorry. I have yeah. like a whole bunch of software. No, you're fine. And it's like with filmmaking, there's so many different filmmaking software out there. The main one people use is Adobe Premiere Pro. But the thing with Adobe is it used to be great. It used to be where you get the, the creative suite for like yeah. 500 bucks or whatever, and you can put it on three computers and you have it for life. But now you can't buy a creative suite anymore. They have it or it's a monthly thing or whatever. You have to pay like $50 a month per software or you yep. can get the whole suite or whatever a month for like 200 bucks a month. It's like, I'm not paying that much money for it. So oh. I don't use Adobe. I, I use like Movavi. I use uh, like we use a bunch of other things. I think DaVinci is another one we use. Um, Wondershare. Yeah. So there are different softwares you can use. I use a uh, Windows uh, Movie Maker, which is free but discontinued. I can, I find it like, like online or whatever that you can download yeah. it for free. Um, still, because it was always a free software, it just doesn't come with computers anymore. Um, I don't use it for a lot of my editing because it doesn't have what you need to do proper editing. I mostly right. do it for like smaller videos that I don't need to overlap audio because in that case, if you have to overlap audio over another audio, you have to like save it with the first audio and then reopen it up and open that video that you saved and add new audio over on top of that and it's really annoying like with oh, i like movavi i use that frequently and that um is a lot better because it lets you uh overlap audio on audio on audio on audio and video on a video on a video and it has oh, like nice. it has like like i uh, to edit this up i'll use movavi because and then like because with the free oh, i don't have free zoom anymore but i have it where i, I um turned it off um, where our nameplates won't go on um, because I like to add in our own nameplates um, because not everybody uses the, uses the real name and I like to use right. whatever name they use, like if it's their stage name or whatever. And I like to have it in a key, uh, key um, like a typewriting type of font. So it'll, as I'm doing the intro, it'll spell out oh, your cool. name individually. So I do yeah. that because like, like, for example, um, I don't know if somebody has like a stage name and they, but uh, their Zoom name shows the real name but they like use a stage name yeah so like yours yours says angela Risa. um i'm gonna put angela rose because yep. that is what your stage name is and that's what you go by um yeah. and i would rather do that than uh actually uh have the name plates on now with the free zoom it automatically went off you can turn it on or off i pay now because oh, cool. we do another podcast title to the movies um which is um which allows us to uh like where there's more than two people on there's me and two co-hosts and then there's yeah. also a guest host every now and again and with zoom you only get 40 minutes with more than two people in the room and yeah. our our podcast is at least two and a half hours so yeah, yeah so yeah. I, I can't keep stopping in 40 minutes saving it and then restarting it again like it's just too much so yeah. zoom isn't that much money it's like a hundred and some dollars a year or 15 a month i think oh, um so I, I just yeah so i just pay 15 a month for right now even though i'd probably save paying for the year but but, yeah. uh, but it is and sometimes i do group interviews so i mean you know what i mean so maybe if i i don't know if this will happen i'll talk to michael about it but if i have the cast and crew on a group interview say for the naughty list for example oh, I can, you know what i mean i can have you all on if i'm paying for zoom we won't have limited to 40 minutes nice yeah yeah with reaper to to go back to the editing what, yeah. the way i did it with alone is i just dragged the movie mm-hmm. right into reaper and nice. then it, I can pop up a video window and nice. I can overlap audio. That's awesome. And I can, I edit it. Now with Reaper, can you actually see the video itself? Yeah. It see pops that? up a, a video That's window awesome. and I move it. I have like too many monitors. <laughs> and so like I'll have my main, 
Reaper on, I repurposed an old 47 inch television right. as a monitor. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome though. So I'll put my main editing window so I can see all the peaks and everything. Yeah. And then I'll move like my, my effects and my digital instrument nice. screens. I'll move all that onto one of the other monitors. That's actually really cool though. That's, that's a really good idea. Um, and I, I mean, that's one thing like even with audacity they don't allow that like it's only audio only whereas reaper does video and audio which is very convenient yeah it was really easy to do yeah and you can do that like with say movavi and other filmmaking editing software but you can't really edit the the audio as you would with an actual audio editing software like for example reaper which makes it very very convenient and very easier much easier to edit you know what you need to edit yeah yeah um so do you, I'm assuming you do. I think you mentioned it earlier. Do you actually write music like lyrics for films? Yeah, I do. Well, not lyrics for films. I okay. write, um, I have about, I have a whole library that I've amassed okay. over the past 20 years okay. of songs that I've written, just me, nice. my guitar. <laughs> nice. And um, that's actually, I'm taking six of the ones that I like the best right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting them onto an album and I'm just, I'm self-releasing like an extended play, just nothing. That's awesome. I've got a, like I said, my, my friend, Will Geronimo, he and I were in a band together. We Mm -hmm. went to college together. Right. And we just, we stay friends. I stay friends with people. Like once you're friends with me, you're kind of stuck with me. Yeah. That's a good way to go. How I warn people becoming mm-hmm. friends with me I'm like if you are going to be my friend you are going to be stuck with me <laughs> nice so we stayed friends and for a couple of years I've been trying to push out the solo project but then I had my daughter and mm-hmm. other life events kind of got into mm-hmm. came into play that I had to focus on and now I've just really decided to just focus on music yeah. and put all of my priority that like family priority number one, music priority number two. Like that is my my focus is just getting nice. out there. And Mike's really been been helping me mm-hmm. get around and meeting people. And that's yeah, and that's how you end up meeting me and Carl. You know, yeah. you end up meeting us through uh, through Mike. And yep, that's how I met yeah. you guys. That's how I met Amanda. That's how yeah. I met Matt. Like, yeah. And I'm very grateful that he yeah. likes my work so much that he. Yeah tells other people about it like that's a huge confidence boost and it's humbling at the same time it's like whoa people like my work and yeah oh my god people like my work yeah (laughs) that's awesome and and that's how that's how you end up getting known because like it starts out small with people like us and with mike and all that and then you even you know that gets around and word gets out and they're like hey who did that musical score and they wait till the you know to the end credits and they look to see what it is and when it says like your name it's like, you know what? I like their, I like what they did. I'm going to reach out to them. And it, it circulates. That's exactly how it ended up with, with Matt Anderson. Um, yeah. We were on the live. Mm-hmm. He liked Alone when he saw it. And then we were on the live talking about mm-hmm. the Naughty List. And I was just kind of chilling in the back participating, mm-hmm. watching, you know, Mike and Noelle and kind of playing. Yeah. And he, the first question he asked was, who did, who did your music? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, 
that's me. <laughs> yeah, and that that's awesome because that's how he he. He, he enjoyed the film, obviously, but what caught him was the music. He really enjoyed the music. And that's where, he, that's why he asked that question. And, you know, they, they, he, that's how you met him. And obviously now that's you might be working on something. That's how I met him. And then he's like, send me some stuff. And the next day I sent him stuff. And <laughs> he really, he liked it. And he's nice. got it in the back of his mind. He's obviously got people he's going to talk to. So. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> if he sees this, yes. I forgotten absolutely yeah and i'm sure he'll watch this he watches a lot of my interviews if not all my interviews so i i am sure he will uh he'll be watching this and if he is hi matt hey matt (laughs) (laughs) all right so last question i got for you um you obviously mentioned the naughty list um and also 72 but do you have any other projects or other musical compositions that you are working for your own personal benefit or for another film that you would like to promote to the listening and the viewing audience Right now, just my my album, which is currently still untitled because I've been so focused on the music that I haven't really thought about the title. <laughs> Usually how it happens. Right? Well, there's it's, uh, it's a six song, just extended play album. It's not like a full 11 or 12 songs. Uh, right. We decided for the first, for the first album that we're putting out, we're just going to just put out six of the best works and right. polish them up really good. The awesome. lead single off of the album is going to be called No Secrets. Nice. Um, what I like the most about it is how the verses swap between the verses are, they start in 4-4, four, four, which is just pretty simple. <laughs> nice. And then the choruses jump into 6-8, which is even so much fun to play on my guitar <laughs> and so much fun to sing. Yeah. Not so much fun for the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Other thing, um, I, oh gosh, I've done other work in the past. Um, I have another with my band, August and December from 10 years ago. (laughs) There's um, an album we made that we never released Mm -hmm. that I sang on. I did not write. I did some arranging so that I could sing them. (laughs) Nice, nice. But the primary focus for the next few months are going to be uh, 72 the album and then we're going to start working on the naughty list awesome sounds great do you have any like social media websites anything that anybody that is watching this if they're like hey i want her to do some work or i want to reach out to hear something that she has where can they reach you yeah on facebook and on reverb nation you can find me under angela rose okay i have a wix website um let me remember let me try to remember what that is (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> oh, that's one of those wild ones that is kind of funny <laughs> so the the wix website which has uh three demos of songs that are going to be on this album is yes. angela rose 0402.wixsite.com okay awesome and um I'm on Instagram, but I don't post. It's uh, Angela Rose. Angela, God, this is, I never use Instagram, but I'm on it. Um, <laughs> I'll have to get back to you on my Instagram, but Facebook yeah. is the the primary way right now on Angela Rose. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Angela, for joining me. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed this. I did too. I had a great time. I learned a lot about you. I'm so excited to start working with you um, on 72 as well. Can't wait to see what you can bring to the table on that. I know uh, Carl will probably be reaching out to you when he's ready 
for I actually it. sent him about a 45 second sample of what I'm working on for the nice. intro. So awesome. uh, you can uh, hit him up if you want to hear that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, I thank you so much for uh, joining me. Um, you have a great rest of your day. Thanks. You too, Scotty. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.